Hi, Miss Bell. How are you? Hi. Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Good. Okay, so you were go 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 ahead start on your rant. <laughs> go ahead start. So this episode we don't have like a major theme that we're gonna start with, but um we haven't talked in like a while and we're no longer together in the same house, so we have a lot to catch up on. So this is gonna so just when I hear something really interesting, I'm always wondering what Sevi would think and we think really different things, which is interesting, I think. So you just asked um, if I was so anyway. Yeah, we were just talking about like my classes and I had a pretty lengthy discussion in a two and a half hour seminar about um the survey that came out that the professor thought was really interesting that said that our generation, young people in America value like have way, way lower scores of patriotism, like they like when asked and lower scores of putting importance on religion and put less importance on having kids. And the professor was clearly like, these are three things that are very important to him. And he was like confused. He was like, is this true? Like you guys don't care about these things that like are big things of some people's lives. So Sevi, where do you stand on these? So you mean patriotism as in like, Yay, America, right? Like, there was a survey done. I, sh- I think it was the New York Times. I don't know. There was a survey done where they asked generation, like, what's important to you? And one of them was religion. Um, I think that was the not question. Important. Not important Or they were like, they were like not- how important is religion to you? They asked, like, how patriotic, like, would you say you are? Right. And we were, and apparently our generation by far was like, not, not very... Okay, okay. Well, l- let's digest this. First off, like on the on the church one, on the uh religious, like that yeah. makes sense, right? Like I I'm not church. I'm not a church goer. You used to not, and I'd argue most people our age are not. Why do you think that makes sense? Why do you think that happens? I think the church I I I don't know the answer. I I could speculate and I'm but that's not it was uh, interesting people in this class speculated people tried to tie them all together um one theory was that our generation does not like commitment we're like so commitment to a religion commitment to our country commitment to like having children i I don't see that uh yeah it was a little bit of a stretch but i don't know okay so the kids thing like you felt that in some ways right like the the yeah and a so like, a lot of people I feel like it's more, echoed. It's more about what you do with your life than necessarily having kids for us. Yeah. And I think part of that is like um, the strong feminism in our generation. Yeah. And I think that's a huge part of it. So not, and of course I'm not saying that feminism is equated with not having children. I think feminism empowers women to be able to, like safely comfortably say that they don't want to have children for other reasons but mm-hmm. also empowers women to say that they do and like feminism embraces both sides but it more than that it embraces like the choice for women to be able to choose and not be just relegated to something that they might want to do but they might not want to do but definitely when a lot of people heard this survey there were some women like girls in the class who were nodding um and who were kind of like no i like i want a career and I think pretty early on, you the choice seems like it's career or kids. And I don't think that's true, and I'm hoping that's not true. But a lot of ambitious, I think, young women, that's what I would say would happen to me. Yeah, like, I was ambitious, so I was like, they we think need of to it focus. As an or, not an and. Yeah, so I was like, no, 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 like, I need to focus on my career. And so patriotism's the the interesting one so let's talk about that like what did people say in the class that oh my goodness mad um well (laughs) i'm trying to remember how this started it was such a long discussion but um the professor was really trying to get our opinions it's a small class and i think i might have even been the one who started linking the other things we were discussing like this uh, these other articles and books to patriotism um, and I said that I do think I'm like an outlier in my generation because those three things do matter to me and patriotism, I would rank number one. Um, like I was once in a class, although the, I didn't tell the this story, but like, have, 
changed recently, right? Yeah, and so maybe yeah. things, and I think that's an age thing. Like, I'm going to be real. When I was a teenager, um, or when I was, like, a preteen, I was like, eh, I don't want kids. People were shocked. I was also, like, I was 13. Like, it didn't, it doesn't matter. Like, I had time to decide. I was kind of like, I all guess I'll revisit it when the question seems like it. Okay, anyway. Let's anyway, so, but patriotism is not a time thing. That is a whatever thing. Um, and I thought about a class I took first year, which, weirdly enough, was in the same room as this class. <laughs> where they labeled the corners of the rooms different parts of identity, like ethnicity, nationality, gender, race. Um, there were a bunch, but you get the idea. And they asked questions like, what do you think about less? And everyone walked to that thing. And you saw like a bunch of guys who like walked to gender, for example. Um, and one of them was, what do you most identify with? So and I was the only person at the national, not nationalism, but like the na- like nationality as part of my identity. And everyone yeah. was like, oh my God, where are you from? <laughs> I was like, here. <laughs> yeah, but I think part of the reason that is is because we moved to Canada and that gave you, that made you more, have stronger feelings for America. Yeah, I think I realized like, yeah, because people didn't, people either thought I was and applied really negative stereotypes, which... I found very hurtful or people thought I was Canadian and just, I I don't, it was, and I didn't, they told me I was like a bad Canadian in like, sorry, it was a truck, like my hobbies. And I think I definitely appreciated America. And I also think like, if you look at what I study, like I study law and government and the American system. So I have a lot of like respect and God, um, do you think my, you're and like bi- curiosity about it like I care a lot of like sure. I'm really curious about US <laughs> I'm gonna give you a hard hitter do okay. you think you're biased by enjoying your time in the US and not enjoying your time in Canada from like external factors yeah and I'm sure I mean I'm sure there's bias like there's probably also some element of like um like, I've had, yeah, like you're saying, like, I have some privilege here that I've been, that, like, probably influences this. But this is where the discussion went, is someone basically said that he, uh, I'm trying to remember how he phrased this, that he could not consider himself a patriot because of the way the country treats African Americans. And he was an African American, and he basically was like, I, like, historically, like, I just can't get behind the u.s in that way right um and people were sort of like and then we sort of talked about like how people can have different opinions like that's fine like maybe our generation really values diversity and that's why we have like people who are religious but also a lot of people who aren't and people who like do think really highly of the u.s and people who like um and then the way the conversation went before it sort of ended up where people were like but we're not like patriotism's not nationalism and it's not and that's an important disclaimer like those are two very different things um but what and then what i ended up saying patriotism was to me because people were saying you know the u.s isn't perfect so how can you be a patriot and my response to that was i think especially in america it is more patriotic to say to be critical and like we have a country that like literally the constitution lets us be super super critical and say whatever we want about the government and about the state and about anything and there are methods like in the law for the people to change the country and the things that they think are unjust so i think being critical and like studying the mistakes and trying to improve it is part of patriotism mm-hmm. like a so a lot of people were like, oh, you must blindly love everything. And I don't, like, that's not, and I basically said, like, that's not what I mean. Um, and then people started talking about loving American values and, like, valuing American values as, like, because no one defined patriotism in this survey. So people were like, does this just mean, like, you like the 4th of July and you, like, have an American flat? Like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think patriotism is like you love your country. Do you love the ideals, like the American ideals, or do you think that means just like my home is in America, like it's really nice, like my town's really cool? Like, what is? Well, well, 
first off, you said nationalism's different. How are they? Yeah. Like, what do you? How are they different? Define the two in your so eyes. I think there were a lot of ways they're defined, but I think nationalism is like is like me, 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 me. Like it's all about me or us. Like it's all centered, and it becomes very. It's like us and then everyone else, and it becomes very. Um, like, not we're the best, but, like, we are the ones. Like, we are the most important. And it becomes a question of, like, when you're deciding things, a nationalist might just, their de- like, the default is, like, whatever's best for their country. Like, that is the... See, Does I, that kind of make sense? And I think patriotism yeah. is more, like, I would say it's not a blind love. It's, like... I see like, nationalism is like a supporter and patriotism is like a cheerleader, if that makes sense. Like nationalism supports like the interests and like the 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 actual country and what it's doing, right? And maybe at the detriment of other countries, right? Because it's very like our one country, kind of like what you're talking about. Whereas patriotism I see more as like like I love my country, like I Fourth of July is my favorite holiday. That kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And I think, so a lot of people, when they are t- a- talking about why our generation, people said our generation's more global. Like, maybe we care about the world. We're more connected to the world. Like, we see, we have technology that, like, makes us, I would say, more connected to the world. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of the issues facing us seem to be more global issues than, like, the U.S., um, so that was some people's theory. And I sort of said, you know, I think I can love the world and, like, care about solving things on a global scale and still be a patriot. But I would say that might be hard to say if someone's really a nationalist, they might not think that, like, these global issues need global solutions and, like, they're just one of many countries. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But, like, a patriot would be like, we just got to do our part in the larger fight, obviously. Yeah, no. So I didn't answer your question. I, yeah. I don't know. I definitely see myself more in that category that you just brought up of like, here, like more feel like a citizen of the world than a citizen of the U.S. And maybe partly that is because I lived in Canada um, for a little bit. Um, it kind of did the opposite for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, I'd say I'm patriotic, but like, I I agree with probably a lot of what your your uh, classmates think, which is like. America, I wouldn't, I would argue is not necessarily like on top anymore, right? We're very, like, we've become more nationalistic recently. We're more about like improving ourselves versus improving the world. Um, we're way more, and, and, and we're like just so different from everybody else. And I'd argue we're not working as much with everybody else as we used to. Well, um, what do you think makes us so different from everyone else right now? Well, no, it's just, like, the policies of government right now are very, like, towards us and not towards others, right? Like, it's, like, we're not talking to our allies as much as we used to, right? Like, just, like, things like that, right? And and that could change, like, I, but I'd argue the U.S. probably took a leading role in the world, like, since the 70s, since the 60s, um, and onward, and... Uh, I think that could have transitioned really well into uh, like more of a citizen of the world, like making U.S. citizens more uh, accustomed to the rest of the world uh, instead of just in our own little bubble, which we are, even though we know. were leading the world. But so I think- nowadays, the policies, especially like I argue there's a large segment of the U.S. population who is very nationalistic, and that is a good reason that Trump got elected because he was also nationalistic. And it was like America first, everybody else a very distant second. And the policies reflect that in our government over the last three years. I think there's a dichotomy or like the interesting history of the U.S. Like from the beginning, we had we were founded on different ideas Mm -hmm. and they were new ideas and it was new practice. And we were not copying how Europe did it and saying, let's do that. Like we were like, no, 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 we're going to really like think about it, try something new. So... That was the beginning, and that did not make us, like, 
a world power, but it, I mean, we had a lot of it things going well. And then, well, it also like was an idea that I would say like spread. So when I said in class, I am a patriot because I believe in these American values, like the Bill of Rights, someone said other countries have those values too. And I was like, that's like, that's fine. Like, that's great. I love these values. Other, I'm, I'm totally happy with other countries having freedom of speech. Like, I'm not saying that's, but the first time, like the legal ramifications of the entire constitution, like it was an American experiment. And having and so there was also was the, the rise experiment. but we were also coming around at the fall of imperialism like all these countries had been trying to do a lot of things in the world and had been doing a lot of harm i would say these imperialist powers in other parts of the world and i'm learning right now about world war one and basically that was the end like that this was no longer or that was the end of, like, this formal colonialization, like, the ramifications yeah. of which are still so, so bad um, the in certain of parts of the world. Borders. Everybody wanted to have one last big But it was the end of saying, borders. like, I can go and own these people in a different country and, like, run them as part of, like, a second, basically, like, the ends of colonies and things like that. And the U.S. is also gaining power. So, and then I think there's this dichotomy where you're saying, oh, the U.S. isn't doing enough in the world oh, the U.S. is working on itself, I think there's pushback either way on us. So if we do things in other countries, there is normally pushback of, like, you're this imperialist power and, like, you can't... And then sometimes sometimes it's... I'm not saying that's always, like, sometimes... But there is also this sort of America has the power, so why didn't you help in various situations? Yeah. Like both like, of sort of it's the valid critiques depending when spider-man responsibility and it does change i think depending on like i don't just want to say the president but like the political standing and then there's also like we talked about this last class um obama i believe it was criticized russia for i think it was their treatment of gay citizens and putin's response was yeah look how you treat citizens in your own country who are a different race like basically who are you to police if you're not like you still have domestic issues to work on and I think both can be worked on like I don't think a country needs to be perfect to go and help other countries and like stop genocides and things like that but also like I don't think we should only do that because we do have so, so what I'm saying is not go into other countries and say hey this is how you do it. This is democracy. This is how the U.S. does it. We've been successful. You should do it our way, right? Which is class, classic like uh, democracy and like pu pushing democracy on the world. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying more is like we should actually be working with other countries on problems instead of um, like instead of like putting up walls or putting up tariffs. And the the way I look at it is, Bell is. I totally agree. When the U.S. came out with this constitution, it was like a step ahead, a mm -hmm. big step ahead of anything beforehand. And that was really awe-inspiring and good. The problem is, nowadays, it's actually, like, it, it still works. And there's been lots of amendments to, like, kind of bring it up into the modern world. But it still said, like, all men are created equal, right? Not all people are created equal, right? It still said a lot of things. It's, it had the three-fifths compromise. It said a lot of things that, like, are not okay in today's society. And I'd argue that, like, a lot of countries have kind of caught up and the newer constitutions that are just being created under um, countries that are peaceful are a lot more ahead of what our constitution originally did. And so my point is, like, we need to work together as a world to, like, figure out what the best pieces are um, in different systems and different policies from different places and kind of, like, work to see how we can make them work in all places, right? It's like, like, in every country, like, every country is number one at something, right? Why not? Why don't they export that to the rest of the world mm. who could learn from it, right? Because it's a competition. Okay. Like, so, so, no, I'm thinking in a competitive economic model. Yeah, if you have an advantage, who says that you don't like tell other people how to do good education if that's your economic advantage? 
especially if you also have a disadvantaged Navy. So from an economic standpoint, that works. But who says that system is going to work from a country standpoint, from a national standpoint, Mm -hmm. right? Like countries are more like they more fight over these things versus um, actually like talking to each other and helping each other with these things. It's interesting. I see that like totally at a state level, (laughs) which is so like the U.S. states all and like. I, I and, heard this phrase, like, they all can experiment and try things, and then whatever succeeds, other states can look to and literally, like, adopt and that. Amer- like, America is the third biggest country in the world by population. Our states are a lot like countries around the world. So if that works amongst all our states, why shouldn't the countries do that as well on a larger level? But uh, who are... Like, hmm. uh, you can't... I'd argue the economic model works for... Um, and like competition and like to increase technology and to like push forward and to like get rid of monopolies. I think that works really well from a company standpoint, but I don't think you can apply that model to every single like group of countries or other things as well. But I also think like, and maybe it is, I think there like, like, there's a bad, you can just choose it right away as the only model that there is. Yeah. And I think like it, it sounds bad. Like when the U S starts doing tariffs, like, that initially seems really wrong, but sometimes the tariffs are in response to countries that have had tariffs against us for a while. So, like, I'm trying to think of a sports analogy. I don't know any sports. That's like we put on boxing gloves, but like they've had they've been punching the whole okay, time so or I, something. Yeah, like, guys, this is like a technology company, right? Like, Amazon for a while said we're not going to sell Apple products on our website, right? Mm -hmm. So imagine that's like a tariff, right? Because they're basically disadvantaging Apple on their platform, right? And then Apple's like, oh, okay, we're not going to have Amazon on our Apple TV, right? Amazon Prime TV. Yeah, Prime Video. And they go back and forth like this, and Google does this too, and so does um, some of the others, big, huge tech companies, and like Microsoft. And all of a sudden, you get all those barriers and now if you have like a Google device, you can only use Google things on it and you can't use necessarily the software from other companies, right? Whereas maybe on an Apple device, you can't use Google software. And there's like all these barriers and it makes it harder for the consumer to do stuff. But overall, like this has happened very little. Like most tech companies, like I can use Google Docs on my Mac, right? Using yeah. Firefox, which is a third party software for a browser, right? Like they're a lot more interconnected and what ends up happening is the best service wins, right? You can share your pages documents just like Google Docs on Apple. It's just nobody does it because the service isn't as good and isn't as fast. So it's just like... So what's really nice is they don't have tariffs on each other much, right? There are a few, like the example I said, although that's gone away now, like they actually dropped those tariffs recently, those two things. Um, And what you get is you can you can choose amongst these companies for what hardware you're going to use, what software, um, uh, and up to a certain extent, and what exactly um, what apps, right? But they're all kind of competing in all these different areas, right? Even like what speaker you have in your home. But even my Amazon speaker None. at home, my <laughs> Echo, can tell me my Apple calendar, right? That's the companies yeah. working together to make sure that technology can happen. Okay, right? but what about this? Like, so, they're literally taking down the tariffs, even though they are competing on all these different um, platforms. Okay, do you have brand loyalty, would you say? Oh, totally. Okay, so brand loyalty, like, I acknowledge is a thing. Okay, that's fine. Like, I would say that is so, so different than, like, having country loyalty. The way I see it, hear me out, is, like, what if someone said to you, you were born, this sounds so weird, using Apple devices. Like, you... I'd argue a lot of people are. Their like parents you, buy them at that. You're in an Apple family? Like, yeah, no, because you're an Apple family, and you will never be able to use anything but Apple, unless you, like, move countries and you, like, go through the immigration process. I, 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 at I, that I think point, that's a good analogy to moving to a different system. Like, if you think that but system's I think there, better, no, you but can the, move there. The amount of choice, the, no, I think it's, I think it's so, I mean, like, so much easier to, like, go out and buy a different system of computer well, than yeah, to, like, move than, countries. Emigrating to a new country, but if you really think that country's a much better, so, so here's the thing, 
just with technology, the or the um the benefits have to severely outweigh uh, the status quo. So, in other words, like let, let let's say I have Apple, right? And let's say Google comes out with a bunch of computers that are just so much better, right? Like I'm not going to automatically switch unless they are way better, like 10x better, right? Because it's going to take effort for me to switch all my like stuff and all my one and all my data from one to the other right and that's that's pain but i might be willing to do that if the if the um experience is 10 times better now okay. i argue it's similar for a country like yeah moving sucks yeah emigrating sucks yeah doing all the visas and getting the new um passport and all that other stuff probably really suck but if you're going to get a 10x better experience People are going to immigrate to a new country. Okay. And this happens all the time. Look at the but immigration crisis. I think we're Everyone's biased moving here. To Europe because Syria is so bad and Europe is so much better. But I think we are a little biased here because we spent years in Canada legally through the immigration system. But you and I didn't have to deal with any of the legalese or the taxes, like personally. No, that I was all done for us because we just got America to go so much. And no, you but, think okay. it is better My than argument, all the other countries. Okay, so say there's Apple and a different country. I... Even if the other country is 10 times better, I would just be more motivated to make Apple better. Okay. No, no, that, that's a, that's a really good. And that's good, where I'm and, at with like. Yeah. But not everybody works for the government, Bell. Not everybody works for the technology And I'm not saying company. you have to work for the government or the literally. The, you, no, I but, think consumers play a huge role in influencing companies. I think at the end of the day, companies like. The incentives are brought on by the consumers. That's why, like, I try only to buy organic because I want to encourage organic companies. Like, that's me as a consumer. Also, me as a voter. Me as, like, an interest group. Me as a citizen is, like, me as a consumer where I'm telling the government, no, 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 go that way. That's the one I want. Don't go that way. I don't want you to do that. The same way I would to improve Apple. And then at the end of the day, like, yeah, I would like to help the government in a more direct way, help like the country in a more direct way, whether that is like law school advocating for people's rights or whatnot. Okay. Let's say Google came out with a product that's 10 times better, right? An Apple employee would still probably use an Apple computer because they're part of a company that they're like, I'm going to make this better. Right. Whereas like, I think it's similar for an employee of the government in the U S right. They, they may be like, Oh, there's another country that's 10 times better. And note, I don't think there is in the, in the world right now. I think there are a lot of countries that might be, slightly better but not 10 times right okay um but if you're working for the government it's a huge incentive to be like i'm gonna work hard to make like the u.s better so that i do appreciate living here it gives you a purpose that you can get behind and is gonna like incentivize you not changing right and i agree with your like consumer thing right but that's like on a different subject that's on a different topic depending on like what you're buying for what reasons I mean, and, I was just trying and, to like get to like voting. Perfectly unique, but I think they're closer than you might imagine. Um, yeah, it, I don't know. So my main point is like when I hear that survey, like it makes me sad that a lot of our generation doesn't feel the way I do and is more disillusioned. But it also like I felt the need to defend that like I am not just blind to history and to reality and to like things not being totally perfect but i also think i don't know what it's like in other countries except for canada so i also think it's hard to judge something never knowing the other side of the coin exactly and so like (laughs) but but that is like this is bad but that is super american right to like be like oh we're the best and not look at so what it's the other so interesting are. i've like every i've been doing a lot lot more in american history in the past year and a lot of it like the term castle on the hill comes up a lot um we're like mainly like our presidents like thought we were this like shining experiment throughout time like no matter what like they I, thought we were like leading the world by example which i think is like sort of a weird mix of like wanting what's best for domestic like don't we want to be successful but also like we did do we need to like i think we did learn the world lead the world by example in lots of different facets but i think nowadays there are there are more there are less facets than there used to be there are less examples than there used to be and therefore like I'm but like, I think, hey, let's look at what the rest of the world's doing to like help us, and let's 
also tell them where we're succeeding, whether it's in technology or um, like, I, I actually, I can't even say infrastructure anymore. Like, I, I can't think of many examples, right? Whereas like in the past, like I can think of lots of examples of like the space I race. I can think and... of examples, but I, I, don't, I don't know if we need me to just list off examples because I don't think it's a competition where it's like, oh, well, we want to be better than you. I think we want the best education system because our children go through the education system. Like we want the best healthcare system, which I don't think we have because like I want people to be able to get healthcare. Not that, oh, I want to be better than X country at this. I'd argue. The only yeah, example where it's that's different is maybe defense where it like, and even then, like we have a lot of allies and like a lot of defense in America is like, like, we, like we can protect other countries and help other countries. So like, even there, I think it's not like we need to be better than others for the sake of being better than others. Like, I think we just need to do the best we can do. Yeah, I, I see our huge military as a huge deterrent, which is a good thing because that way people are less inclined to do things that negatively impact the whole world simultaneously. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's a lot yeah. of patriotism. So I think people Thank understand you. So both our views do you think this. it would be really annoying for me? The other thing that we talked about in this class was virtue signaling, like the broad displays of patriotism, maybe nationalism, where like you just have like a flag on the back of your truck. I don't know. I don't I know. That's that... patriotic. I think that could be like I mean and I think anyway the, so would it be thing. super some, annoying if I show up next class in an American flag t-shirt this is my question <laughs> like wow, I joked really about it, it I joked about it I don't know like I mean maybe I, but like they were like oh it's just virtue signaling and I was kind of like is, are we are we saying it's wrong what to show what you think it, it's virtue signaling as in like you're signaling what virtues you uphold yeah there's this term virtue signaling and it was sort of used in a negative way like oh these people will like have a tattoo of a bald eagle to like show you what they think like they can do what they want if they What's believe it virtue signaling? i think it's worse to like lie about your virtues like i'm willing to have a frank discussion about what i believe and to back it up and like i was not saying everyone needs to believe what i believe but like i'm not gonna hide because i think I see it's versus, not popular or I, I see it as a neutral thing right you could have American flag on the back of your shirt for two reasons right one could be or, or for many reasons mm-hmm. um, one could be that uh, like you, you work for the military and that's what you meant by that yeah. right and another could be like you just love politics in America right or or the government right and that could be what you're signaling they're like lots of different things right it could be just you're hu- the hugest Fourth of July nut ever, right? Were you in the Uber I was in? This guy had an American flag. Um, yeah, yeah, like and he, just... he was signaling that he was from a country, and America was just so much better, ten x better than when he came here. He had a lot more opportunities, and, and I think to him, like he had a bald eagle that meant freedom, and like, yeah, he had more I, opportunities I and less restrictions, more. I don't freedom. think that's a negative virtue signaling, but I do think like, yeah, but nationalism like, devolves into like. But like divides then, on other lines. Then you get somebody like, with a Confederate flag flying it up from the back of your truck, and I can understand why the people in your class thought that, right? Like that. My point. I mean, is they didn't say Confederate flag, but yeah. I, the, yeah. So my point is, it can be used for good and bad, and like that's why it's a neutral. In my mind. Okay. Right. Like you, you can virtual signal some like. I mean, you like can virtual signal right? virtues, yeah, that are bad virtues, but I think signaling any virtues i don't think that's necessarily bad and the response like was my friend said yeah i'm wearing a cross necklace right now to show that like that's what i believe like yeah i don't know anyway that conversation was pretty long pretty lengthy i don't think you still answered actually you did you said you care a lot about the world and, like, yeah like I've, I, global issues if i could be a global citizen and have a passport for the world i would over a U.S. one, um, yeah, that I don't doesn't think exist. I would. And and like, yeah, I I see the U.S. as having one of the countries with the most opportunity right now, and there isn't a country with ten times more opportunity that would make me want to move there. But if there was a country that was like ten times better, I would think about moving there, just like so many people think about moving to the U.S. or try to move to the U.S. Yeah, like yeah, 
There's a reason. And I also think pe- there are Mexico's issues. Mexico re- has gotten worse recently, which makes it more promising to try to get to the U.S. Like, Yeah. And I also think there's like something to be said for like there are really big global issues that need global solutions. And I think countries need to step up on a global front. But I also think that like and I would encourage our country and others, but like, you know what I mean? Like to do that. I don't think it is exclusive to say like, oh, I really care about like America and appreciate America. And then also say like, but we, there are global things that like, yeah, and then there's some problems that are just so huge, like climate change that like, I'm sorry. Sorry. I need to say that last. Uh, there are not many people like there are a few people who can solve this and um, you need a, like a huge like connection network to make these people like work together to like solve this problem. Right. Yeah. Um, and like if one country solves it, it's not going to get exported to the rest of the world unless like, so it's unlikely to get exported to the rest of the world. Right. It's more likely that like they have to all like work together to try to come up with a solution. Yeah. So I didn't say that very well. What I mean is, like, they're more likely to come up with a better solution by all working together as opposed to, like, each country trying on their own to work it out um, individualistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, do you want to get into some of our other topics? Sure. you feel like you understand my answer? So I do. I don't know. That question's hard. I w- it would be hard for me to put a yes-no on am I a patriot? And um, I think that was part of the problem with the survey. Like, we were all, like, there's so much, like worry i would say about nationalism like I that like if, a lot of people might hesitate because that it wasn't defined like and i think if you give, if you give it a scale like from zero to ten it's easier because i would just put like a five damn okay yeah i would be a lot higher anyway. <laughs> but i think i think that doesn't surprise you so tell me thanksgiving about... is my favorite holiday yes so but that's a pretty american holiday too that's what i'm saying i love thanksgiving um so you, you went to an interesting thing about consulting. Tell me about this. Yeah, so I texted you randomly and was like, should I, like, would I like it? Because. Yeah, which is so you. I, you need to decide these things for yourself, though. You but, can ask me. Okay. Because I, I, so it changed. I had a presentation that really kind of changed my mind. I went in with the attitude I've had for a while, which is like, I hear a lot about consulting. And I just was sort of like, that sounds like a really cool opportunity. That's not for me. Why um, did you think that? I don't know. I was trying to delve into this the other day. I think I think a lot of it is like this sounds so bad, but like it seems at the school I'm at to be like kind of a mainstream career. And I think that shows that it's just a really good school that like I I don't know, but it seemed to me like I knew a lot of people who did it and I I don't know. I I think I didn't really think about it. I think I just sort of dismissed it. Did you um, think like, oh, the company should be able to figure out their own problems on their cells? They don't need no, people to help them? No, I think them? I thought it was like, no, I think I had nothing against consulting. I think it was just I never thought, like, I never could see myself doing it. I think okay. I saw it as like a large career. Um, And at this point, like... I hesitate, like, I want to do a lot of different things. I don't want to sign up for something and have, like, a expectation that I'll just be there until I retire. That, to me, sounds really scary and mm-hmm. just not what I want. So, and that's how I saw it. And this presentation, um, some recruiters came to one of my classes, told like, showed me that at least where they are, like, they've both used it in the, like, consulted in the past like, for three years before going to grad school, in between undergrad and graduate school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I was clearly wrong about <laughs> what I thought it was. Um, and I also realized that, like, I don't know, it sounded really appealing. So why? Like, tell me about it. What, what about this point? They, they talked about, um, like, problem solving and working in groups. And I think this is something that gets a really bad rep in education because everyone hates group projects mm-hmm. like this is a generalization but like it's true and when people are hating on group projects my response think... is always like the world has group projects like i don't know guys like i don't think people hate group gotta projects. know how i think people hate the people who don't do anything in group projects there's a difference yeah and and i know it's like i think it's easier 
to say, okay, here's something, you do it on your timeline with your beliefs and your thoughts and your methods and you go do it rather than saying you five (laughs) combine your backgrounds and your beliefs and how you want to do it and your methods and your schedules and you do it like that presents two challenges you have the assignment and you have like okay when are we going to talk about it who's going to like if people disagree what do you do and but I also think those are like real world things that probably that happen so um I've always really thought group work was sort of like interesting and I'm social so I liked it um so this was like these consultants said, you know, a lot of what they do is group work. And they also talked about having public and private. Um, oh, what's the word? Projects? Cases. Like, sometimes a company would hire them. But sometimes it is the government in different ways. Right. So, I feel like, to me, I really like business. I think it's fun. Um, but I also am not studying business. <laughs> I'm studying, like, law and policy and government. And so to me, like, there's a choice implicit after graduation of, like, okay, which am I going to do? Um, and this seems like, I mean, it is a private company, but it's they have their foot in both, where you would have public cases and you would have private cases and you would see a lot of different things so that maybe after three years, I would know, hey, like, healthcare policy is really the most interesting, or education policy is really the most interesting to me. Right. And then in that case, well, there are a lot of companies that, like, work towards education policy, but there are also a lot of, like, like, that's also a task for the government to do. So, like, seeing, having my foot in both for a couple years, I think, would probably be really interesting I feel like in college people get more specific about what they want to do and I think I have not done that I think I've gotten more broad <laughs> or yeah. stayed as broad yeah c- c- the, the reason consulting's a thing is because smart people like variety and by being a consultant they can solve lots of different kinds of problems and that way they can just go on to the next thing afterward right yeah so I talked to dad about it and what he said like this is what it's like because I basically was like, I really don't know that much about it. These recruiters were clearly trying to sell me. Like, they did a good job. But, like, you know, that's their job yeah. is to sell you. Um, and he said, yeah, it is a lot of, like, variety and different, like, your case will change and who you're working with will change. And to me, that's really exciting. Like, I, you know what I mean? I love taking different classes and then switching which classes I'm in every semester. Yeah, but I think that's normal. I don't. I don't know if you can analogize that too much to that. No, I don't know. I don't know. The the way I could see consulting is, yeah, it's more on the ball. It depends how big it is, too. If you're in a big consulting firm, firm, most of the time there's somebody else getting you the cases, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think cases is the right word. Projects is probably a little bit better. Um, Or consultancies or, yeah. Anyway, and then you go and then, Whereas in a smaller company, you actually have to go find your business, right? Um, yeah. And, like, that, that's really, that's sometimes harder, right? Because you kind of have to be good at finding new business and solving their problems, right? Yeah. Um, and usually consultants, because there are so many, they get into a, a, a specific kind, right? But they still see a lot of variety within that um, world, right? And therefore, yeah. they get to know the world really well. And therefore, because they're one of the best in the world at that topic because they've seen so many different problems from different companies and different governments or different areas, uh, they learn a lot and they know, and then they can sell themselves as someone who can like turn around your system, whether no matter what it is on no matter what topic. And they're like, I know this system so well that like, if you hire me and pay me money, like Mm -hmm. I'll make your company really effective at this. Right. As opposed to the company having to figure it out through trial and error, which takes a lot longer. And I think, like, it it connects really well to what we were talking about with, like, taking the best parts of companies, right? They can go to one company, see how they're doing it, and help, and, like, oh, this is a great analogy. I'm going to high-five myself for this one. They're, like, (laughs) the bees of the world, right? They're pollinating, they're cross-pollinating everything, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, bringing the best parts to, and kind of just, like, spreading knowledge and and more like mixing up the knowledge between all these different places and then becoming really good experts on all the different kinds of flowers that they land on. So it sounds like you have a favorable view. 
of consulting. Yeah. On one half, I also <laughs> am kind of... Um... I think it's very, very different than a small startup. <laughs> I would say it's like... I, I don't love it because there are a lot of con consultants that like you pay them a lot of money and they help you a little bit but not what they're worth if that makes sense okay yeah um i think like so many people and i don't love the i hate the idea of like if you have a problem like you go like find someone else to solve it for you i think you should solve it right whether that you are a company you're a yeah a project whether you're a like yeah I, like in that way i think consultants aren't always the best but like I feel like if you get the right one, it, it, and that's hard, right? Like, how do you know? So that, that's yeah. why that's the other side of the coin, right? Like, so many people spend money on consulting, and what they get back is either they already know it, or it's like not helpful, or it leads to like, oh, you need to get another consultant to like actually act on yeah. the information, right? And something I think what you're touching on is like efficiency. Um, I think efficiency is like such a core part of like economic like business I guess I shouldn't say economic business and also like government like there's this inherent like desire to be more efficient and that really pays off and so I think sometimes it can be less efficient to like teach a consultant what it's about tell them and then get their advice and then do you want to implement their advice but I also think that like sometimes they can be tasked with making things more efficient Right. And that's like a really honorable goal to me is like, is helping people is literally and the example one of these recruiters gave is something she did, like made this government system more efficient, which saves taxpayer money. Yeah. Like, in like not so. And for yeah. the government, which isn't very efficient, I think consultants are. Yeah, that's a good thing. Like, if if I'm a government and like. I want to be more efficient. I would say, okay, business is really most like pretty efficient. Maybe we should ask some business or business experts. So I kind of feel like I dismissed this and probably shouldn't have dismissed it. And I might apply for an internship this summer, which doesn't guarantee I will get it because it sounds really competitive. But like, yeah, I might throw my hat in is the ring. Is this a big consulting firm that came? So the other thing is, I don't, like, I know nothing about, yeah, so yes, I think, yes, the... the answer is yes, they're all over the country and world, okay. um, and dad had heard of them and considers them to be good, yeah, um, I had heard of them before, but, like, what are they I called? really, um, well, I'm probably going to apply to a couple, because he said if I'm going to apply to one, I should look at a lot of them, yeah, but that some are more focused on, like, technology, some are more focused on, um, I defense. I don't know. Some are, and some are more broad. Um, but then it, the other thing, like, no, I don't. I don't just want to say like the name. I'm not representing. Like, I have right. no. I heard I, a good pitch. Curious. It was 15 minutes. I can tell you, like, and you can. I. I mean, I'm gonna try to do research on like which ones have applications, which ones I might like. Um, but the other thing is like, they're pretty travel heavy. I would say. Yeah, they are. And I don't know. Especially if it's a big one. That's, do you think I would like that? I don't know. I don't know. That's why you have to try it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The, consulting's huge in engineering because a lot of companies, they only need engineering for... Th this is the other reason companies like consulting. If you need something only for a small period of time, consulting's the way to go. Because you don't want to, like, hire because, someone and then exactly. fire someone. Like, sometimes a yeah. project... Sometimes you only need an engineer for, like, six months or, like, even two months or a year and consulting like allows that to happen it fills in all those gaps right interesting um yeah, yeah. like a lot of people do that right mm -hmm. um, and that way they can be constantly hired and it smooths out the you're still getting money over periods of time hmm. yeah yeah interesting it is interesting yeah no i don't know you, you can try it see if you like it it's definitely it's an option a lot of people are in it it's because it's helpful and there, there's good reasons for why it exists yeah i don't know i have a list of summer internships it's not that i'm gonna try to apply to like it's not the only thing yeah no definitely i'm gonna try and like get, do some breath with those what do you mean like variety yeah yeah
I will. Um, think where do I where where do I want to be when I'm graduated? I know where to be there. What kinds of things should be on my resume that I would enjoy? So I know a lot of people apply to those. Apply to a lot of test drive. Right? Like I always think, okay, I'm gonna test drive like the career path or the job type. A lot of people I know test drive where they're living. Like I know a lot of people who try New York for a summer to see if they could live there. <laughs> I'm I'm more about test driving the uh, the the. the I agree the job I agree I like if I like the job somewhere I think I'm gonna like it somewhere else like and chances are like and you're you're already gonna test drive the city because no matter what job you get it's gonna be in the city right I hope so I don't know they can send me somewhere else yeah they could send you it could be like a small city city. (laughs) oh my goodness well you know then I would make the best of it yeah exactly and you'd learn whether you like it or not maybe it's amazing Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So, Sevi, you want to do our 30-second wrap-up? Sure. First. Um, 30-second wrap-up. Okay, so we talked about patriotism um, and what that word means, how it has to do with nationalism, what that word means, um, how students, how our generation uh, is not as much in, is not as patriotic as older generations. Um, and you being super patriotic, that angered you and you had stuff to say. And I kind of agreed with what I'd say my, a lot of the majority has, although from a very analytical point of view. Um, and then we ended on talking about consulting and how that, um, what that, like, what it's about. Okay, your turn. Yeah. Yeah, so this was sort of a catch up on what Annabelle's been thinking about. Not what I've been up to, but what I've been like wrestling with thinking about um one of which was a discussion i had about patriotism where i explained how i'm patriotic um and sort of face statistics that the majority of our generation might not be and we talked about why and what they care about instead um and more of a global focus um and how i don't think those two necessarily cancel each other out and how i also don't think patriotism equals nationalism um some we think that about the complicated the survey and then oh my goodness we're coming so short of time we talked a little bit about consulting, something that I'm, like, considering applying to, and I got Sebi's feedback. Cool. All right. Loving this, Belle. Love Adios. you. Adios. Bye.